All right, welcome back to Let's Get Busy uh, podcast hosted by Ryan Brown and the Kutztown SBDC. Um, welcome back, everyone. Uh, today's episode, uh, we'll be talking about finding your market. And this is something that's pretty essential for any type of business owner, just knowing who your customer base is, who are you selling your product or service to. Um, and, you know, it even ties back into branding as well, um, just knowing who you are and who you're trying to reach and how to reach those people, actually. Uh, so I've done some research, you know, gathered a few ideas as far as, you know, things you should consider as far as how you're going to find your market for your business. Um, and it's going to be different and unique for everyone as we are our own individuals. And you'll see once I get to my first point. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to go in and kind of touch on what the definition of a market is in the business sense. So for anyone wondering, um, the Cambridge Dictionary definition of a market from an economical standpoint is the people who might want to buy something or a part of the world where something is sold. Um, so to put it into my own definitions, it's, again, figuring out who is the target audience for your product or service. Um, and then, you know, where are they geographically? Um, you know, even just demographics, like are there, are there a lot of young people that be uh, potential customers? Um, a lot of older people, maybe both. Um, and again, like, uh, you know, going back to geographically, is this going to be like something that works more internationally? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's a business that rather be just stayed domestic as well. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can go about it, but, um, yeah, I would say essentially just defining who your customer base is, you know, and this is essential just because it's good to have an idea of where you're going to actually push your resources for marketing to as well. You know, you don't want to start advertisements or commercials that are like aimless and, and don't reach the right people because at that point you're just wasting money to push your product or service in front of people that don't care what you have to offer because they don't have a need for it. Um, and I feel like that especially applies too with products because one of the main ways to get the products out there, you have to get it out there. You have to promote it so people see the product and you have to convince them to want to purchase something from you. So you might as well get people that are already more likely to do that than trying to convince someone else. You know, if if this is like an, <laughs> this is an extreme example, but I guess like if you're selling shampoo you wouldn't want to target like bald men, for example, because why would it's the like, you know, they have no need for that. That's a waste of ad money, even though, again, like I'd be hard to specifically target that group. <laughs> um, but even I'm thinking like, you know, trying to sell beach products to somebody in Alaska, you know, like nobody's out there like going to the beach and, and playing like, you know, what I mean, it's, it's you're, you're hitting the wrong demographic. Um, so that's why it's important to know who your market is. And these, again, those are two very extreme examples, but you get the idea as far as like how important it is. Um, so without further ado, let's get into how you can find your market and define it for your own terms. All 
right, so the first step I have today, um, and this is a pretty good place to start, I feel like personally, but I would say figuring out what your interests are and what your potential customers' interests might be. Um, and I feel like with a lot of industries and businesses, a lot, a lot of times those two things end up aligning um, and being the same thing in reality. So again, I feel like having a firm base of, okay, what do you like? What are some interests you have? Even relating it back to the business, like what made you want to start your business? Because it's obviously something you yourself are passionate about. And I would say for most of us that have our businesses already set set up, it your business is probably something you would want to invest in or buy a product from yourself if you made your own business. So try to put yourself in that headspace too, like being the consumer and think, okay, you know, what do I really like about this? Uh, what gets me interested in about this? You know, and then from the customer basis, just imagining what type of customer you picture using your product or service. I feel like that always helps a lot. Um, and then from there, you can, you know, you can even compare uh, your competitors as well and see, OK, like, you know, what type of what type of clientele is this business that's similar to mine getting? You know, maybe I can target that same demographic as well. Um, but we'll get into that aspect a little bit later. Um, I also will say adding on to the figuring out your interest and your potential customer's interest, um, make sure your brand is already pretty set up. You know, I feel like having an established brand also helps with the direction of that. Um, you know, when you're building a brand, it's it's easier for the people that you are trying to market to to become attached to your product or service, you know, that way. Um, so with that being said too, uh, you know, I just feel like it's easier for people to invest in something that you like, um, and that already has a an established identity as far as branding. Now from there, my next step would be identifying the needs. Um, and this does tie back to the previous point as well, but essentially just figuring out which people are going to need your products or services, um, and just going back to the demographics and everything. So, you know, and then also why they should have your product or service over anybody else's. If you do have competition or there's similar stuff out there, uh, essentially, you know, you you know, you can even establish as far as, OK, is this a local need? Is this a product that we more suited to the people in, in my general area? Should I make this a local business or is this something that? You can market globally. Obviously, a lot of times it sounds more flashy and glamorous to be able to, you know, internationally sell your products. And, I, you know, it's a pretty nice goal for anybody to have. There's also nothing wrong with, um, you know, if you have something that serves your community very well and it, it works in your local area, it does make a lot of things even easier, though. So, you know, there's two ways to look at it, figuring out what your customer base's needs are. Um, and uh, ideally, you know, just thinking like, long term versus short term um having that established because i will say it can be tricky if your business is based around something that may not have longevity for example um i think back to i want to say maybe like 6 7 years ago uh when fidget spinners were popular um you know i remember that was like a whole trend back when i was in high school never everybody had a fidget spinner um and if you don't know what it is it's like a I don't want to call it a toy because it's actually for 
you know, stress relief and anxiety and whatnot. But it, it essentially, once it got popular, it was just a pretty popular toy for everyone to have that just, you know, spins on your fingers and whatnot. It was pretty cool. But, you know, it was just a trend, though. And I don't really see people with them that much now. Like, it was pretty popular for, like, a year, if anything. And, you know, I'm sure there's probably some people out there that, you know, saw the popularity and started their own fidget spinner business and probably made a lot of money at that time when there was a need. But that same need back in 2017, 16, whatever year it was, isn't the same as 2023 now. You know, it's it's a lot different now. Um, and that's just how life is, you know, as, as times go on. You got to keep your ideas up to date or fresh or original enough that they have the longevity. And so really distinguish between long-term and short-term needs um and ideally you want to aim for something that's going to have a need for your market and customer base long term um and then again i would also say you know targets target those specific customers that'd be like my next step once you have everything identified as far as who these people are what they look like etc etc target these people um, you know, there's a lot of ways you can do this. Um, but again, focus on specific groups and types of people. You know, if you know your age, okay, more young people use my products than old people. Um, culturally, this this group of people tends to really gravitate towards my product. You know, maybe if there's a language barrier involved, all right, target these countries that speak this language and hit this demographic. There's a lot of ways you can go about it. But, um, you know, I know even uh, a lot of the social media apps now, which obviously social media is a lot of how marketing is done nowadays as well. There's a lot of ways you can target your ads too when you're creating ads to hit a specific need. Um, you know, I've used them in the past myself for my website and being able to target like, okay, I want to hit this side of the U.S. My apologies. <laughs> um, I want to hit this side of the U.S. I want to, you know, reach these specific countries or I want to reach people with these interests. It's really cool how it works out, actually. You know, you can target the location. You can target people that express certain interests on the social media apps themselves. Um, that's one advantage that I feel like entrepreneurs have nowadays is being able to do things like targeting marketing on online now. Um so, yeah, you know, and then from there, one of my last steps, I would say, is analyzing the competitors, um, taking a look and seeing, you know, if you can, again, not necessarily steal their customers, but nine times out of 10, if you guys have a similar product or service, you're going to have very similar, if not the same customers, you know, and and brand loyalty isn't even as popular as it is as it is now versus back then, you know, it's. Not too many people now, I feel like, are attached to the brand names as much outside of, like, you know, fashion and things like that. Um, so it really all depends. But, yeah, you know, I would say, you know, look at your your customers, um, analyze, again, who they are, and then try to target those people. As far as the competition goes, though, I know YouTube, actually, here's, like, a little YouTube trick. They have They have a pretty nice targeted marketing system. And they even have a feature where you can, so let's just say you're running a YouTube ad um, and you want to get your video placed in front of people that may be interested in whatever your video is about. So for example, if you make like a commercial, well, they have it to where you can even 
have it placed your your videos placed onto specific channels videos as well which is really interesting so let's just say i i don't know i made my own trading card game uh and i'm trying to get it out there to the world i just got to publish and everything i can then if i make a commercial for youtube i can go and upload that and then select the Pokemon card channel or or the Yu-Gi-Oh channel or something and have my video specifically play in front of theirs as an ad. Um, and then from there, you know, nine times out of 10, people that are watching those channels are into card games and they might have an interest in yours. So, it, you know, it really all depends, but there's a lot of ways to go about it. Um, obviously, technology plays a big role. It's, it's always good to stay up to date and tech savvy. Um, you know, a lot of these things, I wouldn't know if I didn't learn about them as well. And I myself have a lot of lot to learn still. So I'd also say, too, as far as the uh, competition goes, I have been talking a lot about trying to, you know, steal customers are getting the same. But also, too, I mean, it's if you can as well, you don't want your business to be too similar to anyone else's anyways. So, you know, maybe also try to find a way to make your business unique and differentiate from your competitors as well. That way. You don't even have to fight for the same customer base and market. You could just establish your own that's separate from that. Uh, yeah, you know, and there's a lot of examples of, uh, you know, businesses doing that. And even just when it comes to, like, switching up your, your market as well, your market doesn't have to be finite. And as your business grows and expands and changes, so will your market. You know, I like to think about uh, Elmer's Glue, actually, <laughs> funny enough. You know, obviously, we all know them. They they make glue. We all use the glue bottles back in elementary school and whatnot. And I found it really interesting. Another thing that was a trend, I'm not sure if it's still a trend now, but kids still like to do it, um, is making slime. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it sounds pretty funny. My, uh, my youngest sister, she actually, I remember a few years ago, she was always really into just making her own like slime that you play with and whatnot. And the way you'd created it was mixing the Elmer's glue with like a bunch of other stuff. Like, and I don't know, I just remember like little kids really being into that for a long time. And it was pretty cool because Elmer's themselves, like that's when they made the glue, they didn't have that in mind. They didn't have, they were, they didn't make it for people to be using it that way, but it still worked out in the end, though. Um, and obviously, they made a lot of money at that time and probably still do now just off of people wanting to, you know, do things like make slime just to play with <laughs> and stuff like that. So long story short with that story, your market doesn't always have to be the same. And it's it should be flexible. You know, you don't want to get too specific with your market to where you're only strictly limited to. Re, like selling to these specific people only you know you still want to be able to be diverse enough to have outsiders coming as well but at the same time when it comes to building a solid foundation and customer base it's very important to define your market and figure out who's gonna want and who's gonna need your product or service so with that being said uh let's wrap this up you know great episode um thank you guys for listening and I just wanted to touch on some things before I leave real quick. Um, as far as the Kutztown SBDC, um, I just wanted to thank my also my fellow interns, uh, Rachel Wolf, John Stedler, and everyone. Um, we have our internship involvement fair uh, happening on Monday, April 24th. 
from 10 15 a.m to 3 p.m uh at the kutztown university very excited for that um me and the other interns put a lot of work into that a lot of time into it and should be a good event so if you're anyone looking for a part-time full-time or internship with a small business um feel free to uh, come by and even if you're just curious feel free to come by be a pretty nice time we got food and whatnot as well uh Business casual is preferred. You don't have to, but for your best interest, probably come in business casual and uh, should be a pretty good time. Um, and again, you know, just shout out to the Kutztown SBDC. Um, always helping small businesses, um, whether it's launching or figuring out a business plan, things of that nature, marketing and whatnot. Um, and just, you know, we have a really good team here and I uh, just want to give them a quick shout out. And I uh, hope you guys have a good day. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Let's Get Busy.